Hey guys, this is Christina Rondo with my podcast, Inhale the Future, Exhale the Past. This is my podcast number one, telling my story to help you with your life journey. This first podcast, I'd like you guys to grab a journal, label it your success journal, and what I want you to do is get yourself comfortable, get a pen, and get yourself some tea, coffee, or some water, and get ready to learn and hear my story and let's help you apply it and this podcast is called take your power back so again it's called take your power back So guys, now that you're all comfortable, let's tell you a little bit of a story. Um, I like to call this Take Your Power Back because I had to find my power. And as a teenager in high school that was bullied and the impact the bully made on me was so extreme that I had major anxiety and back then I didn't even know what anxiety was. Um, and thank God we didn't have the technology we had today or else the bullying would have been 20 times worse. And maybe I would have took my own life because I had thought about it because of this person. And this is why I call it take your power back. No one, and I mean no one, should take your power away from you ever. So let me tell you a little story real quick. And then I'm going to tell you three easy steps. Three steps on how to take your power back. And not to let anybody take your power from you. So here I am in high school. I'm a jock. I play sports. I'm a nice kid. At least I think I am. And there's this one particular girl who used to be my friend. And she ends up wanting to beat me up. Now nobody knows why. But she wants to beat me up. And she tortures me in the hall. And threatens me every day. And everybody knows about it. The whole school knows that this particular girl wants to beat me up and every day as a uh, let's see I think we were in 12th grade at this point 11th 12th grade every day going to school I feared her I feared getting hit I feared being embarrassed I feared being you know beat up in front of my peers Um, I was so nervous I would get uh, bathroom slips to leave the class before the next class so she wouldn't catch me in the hallway and I lived in this fear because of this person who now stole my power from me and she was taking the fun away from uh, school and enjoying it with my friends and learning because I was so nervous she would taunt me outside the door of classrooms it was, it was really horrible and it was very life-changing for me and I actually should thank her because I wouldn't have the career I have now if it wasn't for her So, so what happens next is, um, she grabs me one day, she finds me, I'm walking, you know, down the hall and she actually catches me and it's in, it's classes are in session. So she gets me alone in the hallway and she grabs me by her two hands and puts it on my chest and literally lifts me up against the locker, slamming my body against it. And I remember feeling 
so scared. I was so afraid of her. And I just didn't understand why she hated me so much. I, I will never understand it. So I'm trying to rationalize with her and she's screaming in my face and I can smell her stinky breath and feel the spit coming out of her mouth on top of, you know, of, of, of my face. And I'm not doing anything. I didn't know what to do. So she's, I don't even know what she said. I couldn't even tell you what she said, but she eventually, she, the bell rings and kids are coming out and people are pointing now and I'm feeling mortified and I'm just looking at her like a rag doll in her hands and she drops me. She takes, she lets go and she's like, this isn't over and I'm going to get you after school. And, and again, this is a prominent threat because she means it and she's going to find me and beat me up. So I leave school. I, uh, I was driving, I had a car and I left school and I drove to a cemetery and I sat at the cemetery looking out at all the gravestones and the trees and I remember getting out of the car and walking to the front of my car and leaning on it and just sobbing. I absolutely sobbed and I, I remember this because I remember just remember a tree. I always like looked at trees and um, I was looking at the tree and I was thinking how much I enjoyed life. And I was thinking about my mom and my dad and my sister and my brother. And, you know, I loved my life and I loved everybody, but I felt at that moment like I wanted to die. I wanted to clog, you know, my tailpipe and sit in the car and just die of, you know, poisoning and I was thinking of slitting my wrist. I was thinking of hanging myself. And I kept thinking, these things are going to hurt. <laughs> this isn't going to feel good. And what does it even feel like to die? And why do I want to die? Oh, my God. I have so much to live for. And I love my mom. I could never do that to my mom and my sister and brother and dad. And just same thoughts kept going over and over and over. And that's when it hit me. Something came to me that day crying my eyes out in the cemetery for what seemed like was hours. I realized that the only reason why I wanted to die was because of this one girl. And who the hell was this girl to make me want to lose out on life? Who was she to take my power, to take my life? There is nobody or nothing that should take your power from you. And it was at that moment I realized I needed to do something. So, you know, going to the parents, going to the teachers, none of that was going to change my situation. This girl didn't care about authority. She didn't care if she was arrested. She was still going to try to beat me up. So the only thing I could think of at that moment, being a teenager, was I needed to learn how to fight. And I needed to stand up to this girl and know I could fight back and I would be able to kick her butt. And that's what I did. I left the cemetery and got a, you know, got all my good sobbing and crying out and I went home and uh, I punched stuff. I watched Rocky movies and was learning how to punch and was punching pillows and 
uh, asked if we could get a heavy bag and a couple of days went by and we ended up buying a heavy bag and putting it in the the basement and I didn't know how to hit a heavy bag so I continued to watch Rocky movies and try to learn and do what he was doing in the training and then one day I was still being taunted by this girl this whole time and then one day a friend after softball practice flipped me over she flipped me she did like this wicked cool sweep judo move it was so awesome and I was like oh my god how did you do that And she was like, don't tell anybody, but I take karate classes with my dad. And I was like, well, can I come? And there was the day my career was born. (laughs) I uh, went to karate class. um, And without, you know, getting into all the details, I loved it. I found an absolute build in my self-esteem my confidence. I had no clue. I was such a tough girl. And I liked fighting. I I liked the way it made me feel. I felt so powerful. I felt absolutely powerful. I felt like finally I could beat up this bully. So I continued karate. And I ended up uh, going from karate into full contact, continuous sparring, and then I was getting disqualified for excessive contact. So from there, I went to uh, kickboxing, and I stepped in the ring as an amateur kickboxer, and I loved it. And after a couple years of an amateur kickboxer, I went pro and fought professional kickboxing, which means I was paid to fight. And then I went into boxing and I preferred kicking versus just using my hands in pro boxing. So I had a couple of pro boxing fights, went back to professional kickboxing and ended my career as a fighter probably about 10 years ago. And I ended it in my you know middle 30s and I had some amazing fights. I fought on pay-per-view. I was part of the U.S. kickboxing team. I went to Poland, Ireland, Italy. Um, I went all over the United States fighting. And then I was also on Chuck Norris's Team New England and fought for him as he tried to build the World Combat League. I was one on the team with uh, five men. There were six of us. And it was absolutely amazing career. And if it wasn't for that bully, back in 11th and 12th grade, I wouldn't be who I am today because that was the turning point. And that moment in the cemetery oh I got goosebumps after you know being completely embarrassed in front of my peers um and running out of the school and sobbing and thinking and just taking that moment that's was the turning point of my life which became my career and um while I was fighting, I was teaching kickboxing and people loved it and they kept coming in. And the next thing you know, I own a kickboxing gym. And here I am 30 years later, still teaching kickboxing, owning my own business. So thank you to my bully. Thank you very much because of you, I got the power. I got my power back. All right, so that's a little bit about my story. Grab a quick sip of your drink and open that book. And we're going to go right into the three tips. I have three easy steps on how to take your power back.
All right, here we go, guys. This is important stuff. Get ready to write it down. Number one, state your intention. Okay, I am very big into I am statements. I am huge into putting positive out there and you need to state your intention. I am in power. I am powerful. I am amazing. I am and then state what you want to state. There's no wrong as long as you say I am. Okay, I love my life. I will not allow another person to make me feel like I want to die. I will not allow that person my power. So first, I want you to state your intention. That's number one. Write that down. State your intention. I am. And then you follow it up with the word or the statement. I am. Okay, here we go. Number two, set your goal. Example. You want to speak up at a meeting. You want to stand up to a bully. Um, Like I said, mine was learning to fight. That was my goal. Now, remember, you can do this for a million areas of your life. Don't try to cram your whole life story into these three easy steps. So if you have a challenge right now at, let's say, work, set your intention. I am in control of my future. I am in control of my career. I am going to get those sales First, state your intention. Now, set your goal. Okay? Do you need to speak up in a meeting? Do you need to be more organized? Do you need to make a list? Do you need to find your voice? Okay? Set your goal. Write a clear goal down. And now, number three. And this is huge, guys, because I'm big into the stating your intentions. But you can't just throw it out there. You have to, have to, have to take action. Take action. Take action. You have to take action. It is so important. Once we have the above two steps, you need to execute them and do it right away. You can't wait a week. You can't wait three days. If you're writing this down today, I want you to take action tonight. I want you to take action tomorrow. So take action. It's so important. You need to fuel your fire. You need to be motivated. You need to motivate yourself because nobody else is going to do it for you. Okay? You have to do it. I can give you these three easy steps. I can help you personally develop yourself. I can tell you all the goals to success. I can lead you to the water. I cannot force you to drink. You need to take action. And that, my friends, are the three easy steps. Okay? And once I became confident and I had the skills, guess what, guys? The end of my story with the bully, the bully wasn't even around. I was so distracted building my confidence, learning how to fight, that the bully somehow faded off. My anxiety, you know, became less and less. And I didn't even have to fight. I didn't even have to end up fighting this bully. And I bumped into this bully years later once, walking into a convenience store. And I laughed to myself because I only wished that that bully would have said something to me at that moment. Because let me tell you, I was going to definitely stand up to her. Years later, I was going to stand up to her. With words. Doesn't mean I was going to get into a fist fight. I've never done that in my entire life. Only in the ring as a sport. What I do as a sport. Or for self-defense. Okay? But there is no better time than now. So I ask you guys to take action. Okay? Set your intention. 
write down your goal and take action. Think about that. Write it down in your success journal right now. And then I want you to think about this in in the sense of like I titled the whole podcast. Okay. Taking your power back. Taking your power back. So I appreciate you guys and your time that you took to listen. We spent about a good 15 minutes, 16 minutes on this topic. And uh, it was a good use of your day and your time. And keep doing things to help yourself, better yourself, take time for you, and be safe out there. And thanks for listening, guys. Till the next podcast, this is Christina Rondo, and I'll see you soon.